Okay. We're going to go ahead and get started. So we're, the, this month, the theme is uh, the referral mindset. So today we're talking about your mindset. It's, this is going to be a two-part discussion. Um, these are just a couple of sites on the web where you can search for recommendations. So before social media, before the web, how would you recommend a service to someone? How would you refer someone to a friend or family? How would you do that? Word of mouth. Hey, I'm at a party. Mary, do you know anybody that uh, can help me get out of Overlook? Yes, Ruthie. She can help you get out of Overlook. Give her a call. She's a real estate agent. Or um, they make a... <laughs> That's not going to stick with you, Ruthie. We'll, we'll get a new slogan. Um, okay, so have a quick exercise. Everyone raise your hand in the air. Stick your hands up. Leave your hand up if you have visited one of these sites and read a review before making a decision to purchase goods or services. Okay? So everybody's hand's still up but, but one. Okay? Keep your hands up. Um, for what? Oh, anything. That yeah, if you've been to Amazon, you've read a review. So everybody's <laughs> hand should be up. Um, leave your hand up. Only if you've left a review on at least one of these sites. So if your hand's in the air, that means you've left a review. You've posted a review of a service on one of these sites. Okay? So half of us. Y'all can put your hands down. Why are we afraid to leave a review online? Don't have time. It's not important, right? Who who cares what you think about those tennis shoes or you know the garden hose or whatever you bought? But if it was service oriented, I'd like to be sure if it's something. So has anybody left a review about a contractor they've worked with? Jim? Okay. All right. Okay. Does everybody know what all these reviews are? Does everybody know what local guides is? Local Guides is on Google. They're now giving you a badge that says, Hey, Tom, be a local guide. Engage with other companies on Google in your area. Ask questions. Rate their services. Tell people that your favorite spot on the Riverwalk is this and post a picture. So Google now has created Local Guides to make people ambassadors. We've had a couple people ask questions on Google about our company and then a local guide answered, and like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. It's just more to keep up with, and people are trying to be helpful. They're trying to make recommendations. Most, most part of this. And we showed you the video last week. I feel like last week was really long for some reason. I don't know why, but it seems like longer than a week ago. Uh, in the video, the hospitalian, we talked about service. Versus hospitality. So I'm going to borrow that today. And we're focusing on transaction mindset versus the referral mindset. If you have a transaction mindset, you're not going to get as many referrals if you have the referral mindset. So let's jump into that. 
question I'm trying to answer today is why are our clients afraid to refer their friends to us? Who wants to take a shot at that one? Jen. Yep, that is very true. What's another answer to that question? Why are they are clients? Yeah, they they don't want it. They, they want to have all your time. They can't share you with everybody. This is a, a lot of people just don't like, but they don't want to refer because they think you did it. They think you did it wrong. They are afraid you won't make them look good to their friends, and. That's, that's really honest. It's, um, you know, I was out in Vegas and I asked um, uh, the cab driver pulling in, you know, what's a good, you know, what's happening at the so-and-so? He goes, man, I don't know. There's so much happening out here. I can't even, I can't even keep up with the place to refer you. In some places, it's just a decision paralysis. You, Vegas, it's probably hard. I would imagine it's hard to see a bad show. I mean, everything out there is at such a high level. But when you're outside of a place like that, it's hard to give someone good advice and to feel comfortable because a lot of people are afraid. They'll come back and say, Alan, you really like that restaurant? Oh, my gosh, that was terrible. I, uh, now it's awkward. But especially when you refer someone, if I refer you to a home builder or a lender or an agent, you really want me? Oh my gosh, I can't believe they referred me to this person. So what do most people do? They want to avoid that situation whatsoever. So they don't. Or they give you a list. Oh, you'll like try these three places. It's kind of noncommittal. So what we're going to try to get you to understand is how you can make it easier for your clients to do that. And there's five keys. Uh, we're only going to cover three today. We're going to talk about uh, four and five uh, in two weeks. So there's the referral mindset, your look. Do you look like somebody they would trust? And then the wow, the fabled story, the hospitalian. So the referral mindset um, is about the victim or the player. Are you the victim? Are you the player? Do you have a fixed mindset? You're the, you're the player? Vi- you're the victim. It's, Ruthie, it's not your fault. It's someone else's fault. You know, you don't deserve this. It's Mary Varner's fault. So, but you think about it. Some people go, seriously, they go through it. I'm not going to get this listing. They're probably going to list with somebody else. And, I mean... I don't have enough sales. Are you the learner or the non-learner? The victim has a fixed mindset that stands in the way of change and development. And the player has the growth mindset. People are attracted to the player. No one's attracted to the victim. So you got to think about your mindset when you're going in to get the business. How are you thinking? Are you thinking that this is a great learning opportunity or that... You know, you're just being used to price it so someone else can list it and you're the victim. It's not really going to work out. Your mindset affects so much of what we do. Your look. This, I think this is important probably everywhere. Um, 
This is something Larry Kendall said. He's the author of Ninja Selling, and I went to one of his seminars. Um, and I'm taking some of his courses, too, just because it is really simple. Do not dress like your clients. Dress like their trusted advisor. If you think it's building rapport, it's not. This, is, this appointment is a job interview. It is not a date. They are interviewing you for your business. And what's most important, they're interviewing you for their friend's business too. It might be okay that I show up in my hunting clothes and boots to go meet with Alan. It's not a big deal. We're friends. Um, you know, one, one agent said there during the session, said, when I get sloppy and wear yoga pants or workout clothes, I do the business but I don't get the referral. Does that make sense? Alan trusts me. He's not going to be offended or affected by what I'm wearing. But in his mind, he's thinking, I really wanted to refer rentals to so-and-so, but he didn't shave today. And, you know? People process that. You know they do. We are still very judgmental, and we think about how it's going to reflect on us. If, if Alan sends me over there and he's like, Reynolds, before you go over there, I just make sure you shave today. And are you wearing a coat? Yeah, people, people really think about that. They, they want you to make them look not good. They want you to make them look great. You want, I need to make Alan look like the hero for referring me to Jenny. And meet with clients. And meet with clients. And, meet with clients. Mm-hmm. and show up to clothing. Show up to clothing. And you know, never seen such. It. It really never ceases to baffle you. Know? Everyone has the freedom to choose what they want to do. Yeah. Um, but coming back to the wow, the fable service. Uh, did y'all enjoy that video about the restaurant? To- uh-huh. I thought that was is just long enough. Great story. The hospitalian. I mean, that is so true, how you make someone feel. And I have a great story to share with you. Um, a past client of mine, uh, their daughter and son-in-law moved back here, and they called me up and said, Reynolds, can you help um, my daughter and son-in-law? And I referred them to an agent, uh, and this is the email he sent me Saturday morning. Uh, I just copy and paste it right in here. It says, hey, Reynolds, Aaron and I were able to close on our home yesterday. I wanted to thank you for assigning us an agent. More specifically, I wanted to thank you for assigning us Michael Chambers. Our experience was truly amazing, and all of that is owed to Michael. I think you have a capitalized great agent in Michael on your team. He seems to care so much about his client's experience and will, quote, jump through hoops to do the right thing for them. Since meeting Michael, I've also been able to refer several friends and colleagues to him, and he's doing equally as great of a job for them as well. Once again, thank you for everything. He referred Michael three clients before they even closed. Before they closed. And so, now I'll be honest. I had no idea they were going to hit it off like that. I had a good idea, military background, same age. Um, 
But he sent that the day after closing. And this is what it's about. They become really good friends. They go play golf and they hang out and their wives are friends. And the funny thing is Michael already knew Aaron because she works at the hospital too. And Michael's on the ambulance. He just didn't really know who she was. Um, so it couldn't have been a better, a better match. But he, he didn't stop with just a transaction mindset. He went a step further, and that has already paid off before they even close. What are the benefits of doing all this? I mean, there's a lot. But if you can make your clients look good when they refer you to their friends, I promise you, you will increase your income. And guess what? You won't need four or 500 friends. You might just need 100 or 200 friends. But they want to send you business. They just don't know how. And they want to be confident in knowing that you're going to make them look good. And this is part of the mindset. This is so true. Your next transaction is embedded in this transaction. There are some interesting stories they were sharing at the conference about when we're in a good economy, how agents start cutting back on their marketing services. And an example is you're going to list a house on uh, Thursday, and you know it's going to sell probably before the weekend, and you're going to get a lot of traffic, but you don't go through and set up and put your flyers on the counter, your printout from the lender about rates, some promotional pieces about your services. Why do I need to go through all that? It's, 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 it's going to sell anyway in a couple of days. I don't need to do a whole video. You're not thinking about the people that are coming through looking at that house in the first two days and even after that. The inspector that sees it, the, the buyer that sees it, their agent that sees it. You know, everything that you're doing is leading up to your next transaction. Even, and I know it's hard to do because you're like, oh, now i got to do all these things in a couple of days because this property is going to sell in less than a week. But you have no idea who's viewing that online or who's walking through that thinking, wow. They knew, I'm going to flip it around. They knew this house was going to sell in two days and that agent still did all this to prepare it. For market, think about what that says. You knew it was going to sell, yet you still spent all your time and effort in doing all the right things because you know that's because that's what you do. You do that for all your clients. So you don't know who's watching what you're doing and who has a chance to refer you uh, to their friends or family because. If you're having a yoga party at your open house, it's appropriate to probably wear yoga clothes or workout clothes. But think about what you're doing, how you're meeting with your buyers, how you're meeting with your sellers. And if you weren't there, would they feel confident enough based on your services or the mark you've left to refer you? You've got to make it easy. If you've got a vacant house you're marketing and none of your materials in there and one of your client's friends walks through and says, well, what is so-and-so doing to market your house? I'm like, oh, are there... And they have to consciously think. They shouldn't have to think about the things you're doing. It should be obvious. 
Hey, Alan, I just walked through your house. Man, those are the best flyers on the counter. And they had a quote from a loan officer and the seller's disclosure and everything was there, was ready right there. The house already sold a couple of days ago, but God, it, I want to tell you how great it looked. You make your clients feel good. They're going to feel good about sending you business and referring you to their friends and family. And it's not that hard. The things we discuss, did, did we talk about any technology that you need to do any of that? It's just basic stuff. If you go work out, take a change of clothes. Or don't expect to get a referral from them. Or I don't know what the t-shirt secret is. Maybe we need to figure that part out. But Okay, they're collar. It's, like, it's more like professional golfers. Could be playing golf. Could be... The inspector may be dressed more appropriately. Um, but just know that this is important because especially in a market like this, when this business does seem very easy, like, you see a Facebook post, under contract, two days, whoo! <clears throat> Clients are noticing that. And if they think that you're not doing everything you should be doing to make that happen and that you're riding the benefits of a good market, they're going to start looking at other things. Oh, well, this house is probably going to... Alan, if I take your recommended price and we list it at this, it's probably going to sell in like a week, right? Oh, gosh, yes, this market's hot. Great. Well, how do you think about 4%? Well, uh, well, you're not going to do all this and this and this. You don't even have to hold an open house, right? Well, yeah, I guess so. Probably 3.5% sounds a lot better than, doesn't it? You've got to be thinking about the service. And as we first open up this discussion, you've got to be worried about what the consumers are thinking. Right? Now, as professionals, we know what the secret is to get in a house to sell in that amount of time. It's getting the property ready, getting the seller ready, pricing it appropriately, doing all those things before you put it on the market. That is incredibly important. But they are watching what we're doing. And y'all are doing a great job. But if you want to get more out of what you're doing, then it just requires a little bit of, of changing your mindset and being aware of how they are viewing our industries and the way we're operating. So thank y'all for being here today. And we'll continue this in two weeks. So thank y'all.